for better or for worse, the commitment we think of when we're getting married, right? Now it's the commitment you need to think about when you're buying a new home in this environment. Here we go. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. Well, hello, city to suburbs home buyers. This episode is all for you because there's a new attitude you need to take when buying a home. It's for better or for worse. And there's a lot of reasons why. So we're going to get into it today. First, let's start off with the fact that moving from the city to the suburbs is really stressful in and of itself. And buying a new home in the suburbs is really overwhelming when the home has nothing wrong with it per se, but you just have to do what I call the cosmetic stuff. Paint, floors, and furnishing is a really big headache for all of you, I know, because you're coming from so much less space to so much more space. It's so overwhelming. It's so stressful. Now we are faced with more issues. And the reason is this is not a buyer's market. As a buyer, you have no leverage right now. The market is in such demand with no inventory. You're having to pay over asking, getting caught in bidding wars, having to pay cash, waiving contingencies. None of that is working in your favor. None of it. So this episode, I'm going to talk about the things that I've seen and ways that you can help yourself ease this transition with all that's going on. So recently I've heard from too many clients that, you know, they are facing a lot of regrets because they rushed to get into the home. They, you know, waived contingencies. They went way up on price, might've paid cash, whatever it was to get it. And I understand it's been really difficult. And now there's some regret setting in. You know, I always say like when you're doing the home search, it's like the honeymoon phase, right? And it's so idyllic and that you're going to get this great house you've always dreamed of. And, you know, even before a market like this, that once you, you know, close and you get in, you're like, oh my God, I have to furnish it and do all this stuff. Well, now it's even more so with some other things that you might be encountering as far as repairs and renovations that you might not have anticipated. And then regret can set in. So I really hate for people to feel regretful. I think that most oftentimes these things can be remedied. It's just going to take some time and planning. And so this episode is to kind of go over some of the things that you could do ahead of time if you're buying what you could do now since you're already in it and make a plan to, you know, get some of these things taken care of. And you can still have a great house and enjoy your life here in the suburbs. But let me tell you, it's been really tough on home buyers and the market is just not in your favor. And so you need to do as much as you can, including mentally prepare and emotionally prepare and ask yourself, you know, is this the right time for you? Could you wait? Or do you need to wait or not? So that is really why I'm doing this episode today. And I welcome to continue the conversation after the episode if anybody wants to DM me or have any conversations because it's a real issue, you know, that's happening with home buyers right now. 
Now, if you've already bought a home in the suburbs, I know some of you are actually feeling regret and I actually feel badly about that. I need you to know that it can all be worked out and it's just going to take some time. I think some of you came into homes where there were some surprises. And for those of you that are going to be buying, I'm going to tell you there's probably going to be some surprises. So when you forego the inspection contingency, it doesn't mean you should forego the inspection. It just means your purchase can't be contingent on what's found in the inspection. I highly recommend finding a very good inspector that works very independently and really knows their stuff because knowledge is power. So even though you may not be able to go back to the home seller and say, we found this, this, and this, we want to negotiate, which you're not going to be able to do right now, you at least are prepared expense-wise so you can plant. And that's really critical because there is structural and mechanical things with a home that you're going to want to know about that could be really costly. What I will advise is, you know, a lot of times for years, as new homeowners coming to the suburbs, you typically were pretty good about planning for having to repaint the whole house and the floors. But then you'd get to the interior design part and you'd come to somebody like myself or somebody else and say, we don't even know what things cost and we haven't budgeted for furniture. And that's still taking place. So I've been stressing for years, you've got to get that budget in place for your furniture. You've got to get a certain amount set aside. And I have a budget planner and tips to do that. But now on top of that, you need an extra slush fund to prepare for repairs that you might not have planned upon. And if you can set this money aside ahead of time, this will ease the stress for you. Yes, you're still gonna have to take the time and resources to find someone to fix and repair, but you won't have the financial stress going into it. So planning ahead, having extra funds, assuming that what you're gonna have to put into the house as a budget, you're gonna have to multiply it out, I hate to tell you, and keep some extra on hand for emergency. And if you end up not having to spend it, great, but at least it's set aside so there doesn't seem to be a crunch. And I know it's hard with all the bidding wars going on, but maybe you need to look at a price point of a home that's a little bit less than you thought, so you have an extra slush. Everyone's financial situation is different, but these are just some suggestions of preparing. So knowledge is key. So the inspector is one. The other thing to do is ask questions. What really blows my mind is if you went to buy a used car, right? You would probably ask for the service records. How well has it been maintained? Here's another thing I have been preaching for years. Once you own a home, maintenance is key to keeping that home. So keeping it in good condition for yourselves and for the next potential owner, right? And people moving to the suburbs tend to forget, well, we move in, we get the paint, whatever, but there's maintenance that has to be done. Your septic, your gutters, your landscaping, you've got to service your oil burner. All those things can be a really expensive problem down the road if you don't take care of them. And I think what's been happening is some of you have purchased homes where unfortunately the maintenance has fallen to the wayside on some of these homes and it's presenting you with a much bigger problem. But you can certainly go in and ask a lot of questions. How old is the oil burner? How frequently was it serviced? How often did they pump their septic? Ask all of these questions. What condition is the roof in? When was the roof replaced if it was at all? Or is it original to the house? Are the windows original to the house or have they been replaced? 
Windows can be a huge problem if they're not insulated well or sealed well. Not only are they drafty, if you get moisture coming in, mold and moisture can build up over time and create quite an issue. So all of these things are really important. Have a list of questions like these on the mechanical, on the structural elements of the house to ask. Just ask your realtor, ask during a walkthrough. Try to get as much information as you can. Really look around the house. Because here's the other problem. I know some of you are buying the homes virtually. I know some of you have even come up and been in the home and toured it and you maybe spent 10 minutes or 20 minutes. You're going to have to reserve time to come to the homes that you think you want to buy and walk through yourself. Smell. See if there's a moldy smell in the basement or anywhere else. Take a look at the windows and the walls. Does it look like it's been replaced? Do they look fresh and new? Go out and look at the exterior of the home. Is there mildew or things peeling or things falling off? How does the roof look? You don't have to be a builder to take a peek around and just see if something looks aged or rotted or smells. Really take the time. I know it's just a hyper, hyper market right now for everybody. And you're feeling so hasty that you just have to get it. You have to just put up your cash, pay more, not go see it. Well, some of the things you can do. So just because you live a state or two away, if it's a couple hours drive, please take the time. I really encourage you to look through the homes and particularly the home you're going to bid on and you know the, the home that you want. Take more than 10 minutes, take more than 20 minutes, really walk through the house, look at everything, ask questions, take pictures if you want, smell around. Your smell can tell you a lot. If there's mildew in the house, it's most likely going to smell. And these things have to be addressed for you. This gives you knowledge. And it doesn't mean you won't buy the house, but now you say, okay, we love the house, but we've got to correct this. So at least you can plan. Does that make sense? It's just not a buyer's market and you've got to do everything you can behind the scenes to protect yourself as best you can. My accessory course has finally launched. It is here. So to grab it, you can go to my website and click on course. Or if you go to my Instagram page, click the link in bio. That's right. I'm bringing it to you because over the last several years, it has been one of the top requested things that I get asked. And it just so happens it's what I'm really passionate about and what I've always loved to do. I always felt like your home wasn't fully dressed until I brought in that last layer and I loved doing it. And I love styling for my photo shoots. And most of the time I bring in all the accessories and get everything styled for a photo shoot. Guess what? The client wants to keep it all. Well, I'm going to show you my secrets, my tips, my tricks. It's going to be in a really simple video course broken up into modules that are going to be easy for you to get resources, solutions, and really quick wins at an affordable price, all with direction from me. So you can have your home looking like those sitting in a magazine or how I set them up for photo shoots really easily. I'm super excited. So if you're scratching your head about what to put on your coffee table, what to put on your mantle, how to arrange it, what to put in your bookcases, you're going to want to go click that link in bio and get this course at a very affordable price. I hope to see you there. The other thing I suggest you do is really ask yourself, can you do this? And I really think before this market, it's a good question to ask because you're now going to become sort of the super of this house. You do have to maintain it and take care of all the things. And I know families that did move from the city and they were like, oh my gosh, now we have to snowplow. We have to landscape. We have to do this. 
it just really wasn't for them. So first of all, ask yourself that question because just the basic things alone are a lot. And then if you're gonna take on some extra repairs or renovations initially, really mentally prepare and be honest with yourself and say, can we do this? Do we wanna do this at this point You know, in our lives? As far as preparing financially, don't consult just with the mortgage broker on the purchase of your house, but maybe a financial advisor and really talk about you know cash flow every month, how much to set aside for repairs, all of that stuff, that will really help a lot. The realtors and the mortgage brokers are there to help you get into the maximum purchase of house that you can afford, which is great, but the financial advisors take other financials into account as far as other costs and expenses that are going to affect your cash flow. The other thing you can do to protect yourself, and you can ask your realtors about this, I'm not completely versed on it, but I will tell you there are things called home guarantee plans, and those are a really nice thing to look into. They help with repairs. I think it even covers certain appliances. I think every plan is different. It might even help with a roof so that if you buy the home and then some things go wrong, you have this home guarantee plan that you've paid for, but it helps you with these repairs and with these projects and expenses. So definitely ask about these plans. More and more people are starting to get them. And in this type of market, they are probably not a bad idea. So do your due diligence. Make sure it's something you can mentally and emotionally get into. Make sure you understand it is for better or worse. Hopefully you won't have any of these issues. And there's a lot of homes that don't. But in all honesty, home maintenance is something that falls by the wayside. And I've mentioned before, I preach it all the time. And so there are a lot of homes that just haven't been maintained regularly or properly. There are also a lot of homes that have. But as a buyer, you have to beware, right? You have to do the homework in today's market you're the only one that's going to do this kind of homework. And having to waive all these contingencies that were normally in place, and no one suggests it's never really a good idea to waive an inspection contingency, but I know the market is dictating that now, and you could lose the house if you do. Don't forego getting it inspected. Get the knowledge. Get the education. Make a plan for it. It could still be your dream house. There just may be a couple extra steps along the way or some additional things that you need to do. So if you find that out, you can financially plan. It all can work out. It really, really can. So try to just set yourself up for the best possible outcome given the environment that we were in. At some point, the market is going to correct and it's probably gonna get a little bit more heated up before it even does that. So if you are trying to buy now, Definitely do these things that I've talked about. And if you've already bought and you're feeling regretful, just don't. Take a deep breath and just take a step back. Figure out what needs to be taken care of. Make a priority list. Get your estimates. Get your quote. And just take it in stages and go through and do the best you can to get everything in order that you need to get in order. I'm sure it's all achievable. But knowing ahead of time and planning ahead of time definitely relieves a lot of stress and setting your expectations ahead of time is a really important thing too. Because I think in general, like I've said before, buying a house in the suburbs, even when there are no mechanical or you know structural issues, is really stressful. And it's usually more money than you anticipate to maintain it, furnish it, etc. So now just plan for that much extra. And if you don't spend it, 
great. But if you have this kind of rainy day emergency fund slush repair fund, whatever you want to call it, and something comes up, you're going to be like, great, we've set something aside. We can now tackle it. We're going to fix it. We're going to remedy it. And this home will still be beautiful and still be ours. So I hope this was a helpful episode. It really came about, as I mentioned in the beginning, because I have seen and heard from a lot of you that are experiencing this. And listen, I always say I'm a suburban girl, right? I'm all about living in the suburbs. I love suburban homes. But along with it comes with maintenance and taking care of it. And I really just want to see people happy. So consider it a small hurdle, but you can overcome it. You can achieve it. And if you're entering the suburbs, do your homework. Do all your homework. Take it for better or for worse right now with the way the market's played out. And if you want to continue this conversation at all with me, please let me know. I'm happy to take DMs. You can send me an email, whatever you would like, or any other specific topics related to this that you want me to talk about on the podcast. I am happy to do it. So from my home to yours, I will see you here in a couple weeks. And happy home searching and happy home owning. Take care. And as always, you're going to want to always head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com. I've got a wonderful new freebie for you called the Room Planner. And most of the time that you're not getting your house decorated, it's because you don't have a plan in place. This helps you cover it all and get it in motion so you can accomplish your home design goals. Go grab it now. It's totally free. And my course is also still available on the website along with so much more. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.